0: You're listening to the premier automotive and lifestyle podcast with Mark Anthony Murray and Sean Rosa. This is through the apex. Happy Fourth of July! Fireworks don't get blown up this Fourth of July, please. Nobody was that like a terrorist joke. No, that's just a idiot American joke. Like, oh, like, but they're already blown up because there are you know America's <laughs> like dog. <laughs> you oh, know how good. many like how many hands people lose each year for the july Uh, on the real hey guys look at this (laughs) check this out wham all the emergency rooms packed to the brim (laughs) dog you know my favorite uh fourth of july videos every year is uh this video of this dude in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and they're like he's like it's like a um one of those not automated but Damn, I can't see the electric today. wheelchair. The electric wheelchair, oh, the electric with, like, little jazz, jazzy type deals. Yeah, yeah. And has like you know a little joystick, and like they put like these uh, fireworks next to him, like <clears> he's trying <throat> to light them, and like the dude's just like, uh, I mean, it's just so funny. Let me if I can. Does he does he hurt himself? Does he get hurt? He doesn't get hurt, but it's just the most hysterical thing in my life that I've typic, ever typic, seen. in my was life. Was it here in America? It was typical. Let, me, let me, I'm going to show people. you. I'm going to show you real quick. I, we're doing this live. <laughs> <laughs> on uh since it is a uh you know fourth of july episode it, it is fourth of
1: july it falls on a wednesday this year how awful Isn't that crazy that's technically it? tomorrow he's when they're listening
0: yeah look at you you're getting it what is it motorcycle
1: i don't know it's i heard massive external combustion just now <laughs> like like a like those little dogs when they hear like a squirrel five five miles away it's like oh
0: no this is, this is the video. We're playing this live. Uh oh. Here we go. Hold the hand, Chico. Hey, hold on. Hold, 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 hold. Two cars come.
1: He's got a cast on, too.
0: You got two cars come two different ways. So they're in the middle of the street. He's in a cast, in a wheelchair. They just lit the firework. Bang
1: up, bang up, tear. What it reverse, tear. Put it reverse. Oh Lord, oh Dave, oh Lord, oh Dave. I've seen, What you doing, tear? I've seen. No. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my treat to everybody for Fourth of July. This man is literally covering his
0: face as the smoke pours into his eyeballs. <laughs> If you look at his face, I want you all to look at this video. Uh, it just type in on YouTube, Terry. What is you doing? Uh, this guy is in the wheelchair. Clearly, the, the automatic
1: work. part doesn't work of the wheelchair. Clearly,
0: and he's just smiling the whole time. Like he is so gleeful, um, unbelievable. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July! Welcome to Through the Apex. Uh that's a one way to start oh, the show my this gosh. week. That was great. <laughs> I wanna hear how that sounds on the audio. <laughs> I can't wait. That's gonna be super exciting. Um crazy. still car related, so he had four wheels. Um <laughs> It's probably an alpha, that's why I didn't move. <laughs> uh Alpha's in the news this week, man. Um, Lots of great stuff in the news. We got a great show for you guys this week. Uh, Of course, we are returning with Refreshing or Repulsive. We have four interesting vehicles in there that I think everyone will be super interested uh, to hear our takes. And of course, Mark Anthony did such a great job reviewing the BMW X1 last week. This week, I will uh, review the Ford EcoSport 2018. Yeah, it's American, so... Everything's American themed today. Yeah, and if it isn't, then we'll just make it somehow. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. We'll just work that in, America. Just say America at the
1: end of all the news <laughs> items. <laughs> just lie about where the news came from. Right. so it came from like
0: Fox Five or something. <laughs> Fox News? No, it's fake news. Um, uh, too soon, too soon. um Too late, actually. For real, too late. But let's uh, <laughs> let's jump right into the news, man. Um, or before we jump in the news, anything anything going on outside the track, so to speak? Uh, well, I'm Mark Anthony. Just in case, I yeah, we know. haven't introduced
1: ourselves. I feel I feel like we don't have to do that, but I just like doing it anyway.
0: In ca- you it's might really be a funny. new
1: listener. I, I might be That's true I'm just here <laughs> Amnesia Comes on Who's that Oh that's me Yeah Every week I have to Remind him that we're friends And we do a show To get right, a exactly. the apex He's like <laughs> oh really I gotta get here It's the first thing To do uh, during the day I miss all my Adulting that I hate doing When well, I'm just gonna Give up being an adult I'm just gonna give it all up I'm just gonna throw it all away I, being I an think adult. about that often I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna do it one just day Just do it I just don't care I'm tired <laughs> That's last. This can last For like I'm 20 minutes Okay <laughs> But uh, This week was This week was pretty good i actually got uh i got badged at my job oh congrats that's right i did see that uh, yeah i finally got my uh my clearance active and it took less than a month everybody in my office was shocked they were like it only took it's like it actually pays to live in the same place for a long time sure it pays to not have left the country because your passport's been expired for like 30 years yeah i not be 28 um and I was able to get that and working through some other things, but it feels good because now like you don't need an escort. They're very stringent about that type of stuff in there. So now I can do whatever I want and just go to any floor and just
0: That's talk awesome. to anybody I feel like talking to. I'm sure you're just happy that the process is over with and you Amen. can just kind of like really sink into your Honestly, I
1: thought now. something bad was going to happen I wasn't going to be able to get it. <laughs> There's people in black suits coming to the office. You're going to have to come with us. I'm, you're not taking me alive. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that was pretty good. Oh La- last night I, I met up with the AML photo. Uh, I met up with Arlen. He wanted to test out uh, some new hardware. Beautiful um, hardware, too. It's great glass.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. The, those primes, uh, open primes, are really nice. Yeah, for you um, folks out there that are into cinematography and uh, or photography, rather, um, we're talking about the Art Series lens, which is really nice. It's a 1.4, 35 millimeter. Great mm-hmm. glass for those of you that are into that kind of stuff, like myself and Mark Anthony.
1: Yeah, I just pretend to know what I'm doing what i got <laughs> so yeah so <laughs> how did that shoot go was it it went really well uh we didn't actually be we didn't actually be able to get access what the beautiful hell english go <laughs> <laughs> back to the south you know, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't actually uh get access to the area he originally wanted access to because it was barricaded like they closed most parks off at, at dark right uh so I uh, made a joke. I was like, should have brought the Forerunner you know, put a battering ram on it and break it down. <laughs> but with 4th of July weekend and uh, all the cops being out, it wasn't a bad idea. You know, yeah. two black dudes and a white girl out there. It would have been good. Not in the woods, so bro. So we made a joke with Heather. I was like, yo, if anything happens, these two cars belong to you. And uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're we're housemaids. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. Just driving the car. It's a morbid everywhere. joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, keep the old take and get that out of there. No, but it was it was really nice. It was nice to catch up with him. And uh he's got a busy weekend this weekend, too. So cool. make sure you guys follow him at AML Photos.
0: He's busier than Sean, though, so good luck getting the shoot. Seriously, he's um I mean, just one of my favorite photographers. Uh um, oh, yeah. we've talked about him several times on the show. He's done our uh promo photos for us, and uh just a very clean Clean look. I mean, there's probably only a couple people that can do that that I know of, and uh, he's one of them. So I think that's really cool. Go give him a follow if you get an opportunity. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I'm actually getting my car tinted this week. Uh, hey. Well, today actually. I'm excited. I'm so happy. Hey. Yeah. Don't want to confuse everybody with 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 my with my math, <laughs> with, the, the math. <laughs> with the like <laughs> formula. So. Before we started, uh, Anthony asked me, well, what, are you, what are you getting done? What percentage are you getting done? And I'm like, I'm getting, I'm doing 25, 30, 35. And he's like, what five, are you talking seven, about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm doing 25 on the rear, 35 on the passenger rear, and then... I've already, forgotten. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've already.
1: It's thirty-five for the front, and then thirty for the passenger rear, and then twenty-five for the hatch.
0: Yes, that is correct. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's what I'm getting done. What What he said. What he I should probably take you with me to talk. Right, right. Gonna be, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to have like each window just a completely different. Come back. It's going to look like a like a
1: kaleidoscope of black <laughs> or something. Sean, <laughs> what happened, bro? I don't know. I, I don't told know. him. I told him. <laughs>
0: i'm getting sunlight from this window but none from this window <laughs> oh man yeah i need to work on that um but uh, i'm excited man i can't wait uh and uh, it's just you know it, it's good to drive your car again um again we'll talk about the ford ecosport or Sport. somebody corrected me and said ecosport yes like wow. um <laughs> stop lying to me. It's not a right. Kind of sport. Right. Uh, we're we're gonna be driving uh, a review of driving the car later on in the episode. But um, you know, it not, there's nothing like. There's just nothing like getting your car back, man. Especially, it seemed like it's been a while. It's it was a good, it was so, a cool right? five days, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. like, especially on the weekend. So I got, I got a lot of time in the Ford, uh, Echo Sport, Eco Sport, whatever. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about <laughs> that much later. Uh, we have a lot to get to, man. So I think we're going to just jump right into it. Um, knob the Yeah, let's do the knob of the week. We have an interesting person here i don't know who in the hell would do such a thing but um man oh man knob of the week is american um, surprise surprise it's american themed here uh somebody decided to take a dodge caravan uh i'm sure all of you know what that is it's those big bubbly bus looking vans of the past uh, they're now uh i think the only van in that company that exists is the chrysler pacifica but they're all technically of the same platform. Right. Um, and this is
1: probably, this looks like a, they don't give the
0: year, but it looks like about a late 90s one. Definitely late 90s. Mm-hmm. My aunt when they were had around. one of those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks so terrible. Yeah. So what this guy did is he took an uh, old, uh, old Dodge caravan and he gutted like what the, from like the second row back. Yeah. And like bowled it and made it into a truck. He made it into a truck bed. Yeah. But then he also took the trunk of the caravan. And made it into a hatch. And made it into the into the hatch, which would sit right behind the driver as the back window. Which you have to access
1: by actually getting into the bed and walking <laughs> to the hatch. Like <laughs> is that no? Yeah. No. See? There's no way that you can actually access the hatch without getting into the bed. That is true. Otherwise you wouldn't need the bed and it'd just look like a a large
0: nasty fiat. It's awful. It's awful. And it's for sale. It's for sale for a thousand (laughs) dollars. $1000 if you want this one of a kind carrot truck. <laughs> oh no. Here's the great thing. It's actually available in Rhode Island. I'm going up there this neck this weekend and I'm so tempted to go see this thing in person. Oh no. Just go on my own little misadventures. It's crazy
1: cuz the back of it looks somewhat like the Durango of that year. Yeah, like, it you does. know what I mean? So <laughs> oddly, if you don't get like a bad profile view of it like here cuz <laughs> It looks like a caravan mixed with the Chevy SSR. Remember the SSR? Yes, awful. Uh,
0: and it's just... Ew. Yeah. Uh, so that is my knob of the Week nomination. Uh, awful person that did this. Uh, if you have any uh, body or any cars you want to uh, nominate for knob of the Week, hit us up at through the underscore apex on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also reach us at... Ask Apex Pod at gmail.com yes. and uh, nominate people for uh, our wonderful novel the week <laughs> cause uh, each week. But um, moving on, we have a lot of great news to get into. So let's jump right into it. Number three in third place on our illustrious podium uh, is a battle of sorts because I, I was doing some research as I always do each week. yes. And, um, diligent, I try, man, I have so many different like outlets. It's with a of save news. <laughs> um, but one thing I came across uh, via motor trend was that they, that they um, they kind of, one thing they came across via motor trend is Chevy announced the 2019 Silverado prices. Their base work truck, uh, is going to start at $29,795. Mm. Uh, but I also came across another post from Motor Trend where Hyundai, uh, released their prices for the new Santa Fe, which is $26,480. Now, obviously these two vehicles are in two different segments. One's an SUV, one's a pickup truck. But looking at the price and how close, somewhat close the gap is on, on the price point, I wanted to pose a question to you and of course our audience. Um, and a lot of this stems from my, my my you know my experience with the an SUV this past for the past 5 days but I wanted to ask you between the two even though they're in two different segments which would you rather have they both look really good
1: yeah they do look really good I was just uh refreshing my brain here with uh, the Silverado it looks really really
0: nice it's nice it looks i love like, that it looks little like overhang. a transformer
1: yeah it's it really good out of the two of these i'd have to say that I'd probably have to go with uh, John Cooper Works, Clubman.
0: <laughs> um, not an I'm option. Just not Gun us- to your head. Gun to your head. You have thirty grand. You can either have a Chevy Silverado pickup truck or a Santa Fe, both 2019 models. One's an SUV, one's a pickup truck. Gun to your head. 30 grand. What are you taking?
1: Type R. Just kill me, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, i take the Santa Fe, actually. Really? Yeah, Why? I would. I I like the way it looks a bit more. And I have more use for the offering of the Santa Fe. Sure. And long-term money, it's actually going to be more of an investment piece because the organization the manufacturer will take care of the car for longer Mm -hmm. um it'll be cheaper to run uh it'll probably it probably won't take regular gas they'll probably (laughs) both take uh 93 but i've been somebody that will always kind of give the underdog a chance particularly if it fits more along with my lifestyle i love pickup trucks as well but from a standpoint of ownership and being able to have something usable and being able to just use, showcase the versatility. I'd go with the Santa Fe just because I think it's a nicer overall vehicle. I think that pickup trucks aren't really the pocket knives that people make them out to be. Mm -hmm. I just kind of feel like that they still have a specific demographic uh, that purchases them either for their intention or because they're a pickup truck person. It's almost like
0: hatchbacks, you know what I mean, and getting that over an SUV. So <clears throat> I completely agree, and and we all know that this is super subjective because you can't pit two different segmented vehicles against each other mm. without it being a personal opinion of what works best for you. Um, I guess my next follow-up question to that is, um, would there be any pickup truck in the american lineup that you would choose over the santa fe yes what would that be and uh, it cannot be anything like the raptor or
1: anything oh god! it has
0: to be the base ar- around this model
1: yo man like before you said i was gonna be like a hennessy floss raptor i knew that was coming i know you will man oh man i think that uh let me see Probably not the larger ones, probably more midsize,
0: like maybe the new... I would look at the new Ranger, most likely. New Ranger looks great. I actually yeah. priced a uh, Colorado um, mm. to the gills, and I I've somehow made it cost fifty grand. Wow. Uh, but, you know, I got to say, I was really impressed <laughs> with all of the offerings and trim and all the little That's knickknacks. That's my favorite
1: truck the Chevy makes. I prefer that to the Silverado. I completely Silverado. agree. But it... it it looks really good. Oh, until the Blazer comes out. I'll take the Blazer over both of the,
0: these, actually. I know that wasn't an option either. <laughs> it wasn't, but okay. I'll, oh, I'll man. Take I'll take that. Sorry. I'm it's mad cool. at this. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'll probably take the Santa Fe also. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think we'll get into... Well, actually, I, I can't say that. I don't know.
1: I mean, you seem... you. I pegged you to get the Silverado, or to pick the Silverado instead. Especially with, uh, like, that ZL... What's it? The ZL... Uh, ZL trim. What's yeah, the trim, it's, the like trim a, Z, it's a Z trim for Z20. sure. Yeah, seventy-one I mean, like or yeah. Crazy. You know what I mean? I think that that's that looks more like a U
0: vehicle. You know what it'll come down to for me? Interior. Because uh, they both love both exteriors, and I, I'm wondering who's gonna. Because no, I don't really know. It might be Chevrolet. Might have the. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. History will say that Chevy won't be oh, God, pretty. Yeah. That's but then they've been doing people things, so they have. It's it's they hard have.
1: to tell. They really incorporated things well into being able to ergonomically. That was the other thing, and I guess I'll well, I'll, I'll touch on that more with the with our other news, since that'll circulate back into that conversation.
0: Yeah, um, I'll let you jump into number two. Oh man, because I know you've been excited to talk about. This oh one. lord,
1: <laughs> Aston Martin goes Italian. <laughs> they go to Italy for a second time. So. This is number two, and looking at this, I'm kind of like, man, it could have been number one, too, but number one's also really good.
0: Anyway, <laughs> uh,
1: the new DBS Superleggera, uh, 715 horsepower V12. Are there turbos on that V12? I didn't read. Oh. I, I, gonna, didn't, I, gonna, I didn't see anything. I was going to be like, no, there, there aren't, but <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those things where you, we live in an age where you can still get 700 horsepower natural aspiration. From 12 cylinders. 12 cylinders is still a lot, but it's just special because this is, man, I, I think this is, this is probably the prettiest, one of the prettier Grand Tour friends in a long time. Um, I think this is another car that kind of broke the internet, sort of, in a sense, with all the news outlets, uh, catching hold of it and stuff like that. Um, but it is different also because it comes in at chump change, essentially three hundred grand. That's it.
0: <laughs> well, that, that was grand. my favorite thing because as um, I was reading this article from CNN Money, which is funny because they didn't get this from a like a car page or anything. <laughs> right. right, goes, goes uh, to show you what Ferrari and Aston and these uh, companies represent now, <laughs> for society. sure. But as I was reading this, I mean, they, they the main headline was that an affordable Austin, Aston Martin supercar. What? 300 grand isn't a lot affordable. Odd, man. That's a More, lot. Yeah. But the truth That's, of the matter is, it is affordable compared to the other supercars that they've offered in the past. The Vulcan, uh, the Valkyrie, which uh, can anyone truly buy is that? Is there even a price even, on that? I think it's like only track legal, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That means
1: it'll be like probably $3 million or something. Exactly. So there's About, that. That was a uh, Vulcan's
0: 1.2 or something. Right. And then there was like the 177, that other thing. That oh, yeah. That, that was crazy. Um, yeah. So they all have been very specialized vehicles. Um, so this was very interesting to me, um, just because it, you said it broke the internet. To me, maybe it, it, for some, for me, it was just another day in the news. And I don't say that as a bad thing. It's just to me when 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 a company like this drops and releases something like this, I'm not surprised because yeah, I yeah. know they're super capable of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been only a matter works of time. For a while, too. Yeah. So I got to ask you a question. Uh, playing the game that we just did from the previous news piece, um, three hundred thousand dollars Aston Martin DBS Guerra. Are you having this, or are you going to go with the Lamborghini or Ferrari offering over this? I'm going to get a 600 LT, the McLaren. <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> um but you'd probably save some money with the six oh no so yeah think. you'd like, save at
1: least probably like at least seventy five thousand. Yeah. or yeah um like that. actually uh, does,
0: is this is this a true competitor for you do you think this is something that
1: uh i don't know the thing is is these cars that they've made the db11 uh the dbs even the db9s the sevens th- this company is they're grand touring manufacturers, yes. so they are making cars that are comfortable to be. This is your M8 essentially, yeah, your competitor, grand coupe. <laughs> uh, you there? You made a point last week about just having such a basically hurdling yourself through the through the air or through the streets in the Sears Tower, <laughs> Uh you know, and and it's you have the power to do so, and it's probably an ethereal experience to be able to do it, but. These cars don't serve that purpose. They have the capability of doing it, but it's really just to be able to enjoy being in a nice place with a lot of capability at the same time. It can do a lot of what it needs to do, but Aston doesn't necessarily carry that. You need to go toward the beauties that are the V eight Vantages and the V and the and the Vanquishes and stuff like that. Even even the Vanquishes probably categorized more of a Grand Tour, but essentially these cars are statements now you know they're not necessarily instruments of of passion or exuberance behind the wheel or anything like that i mean you can get an american car that does that for you these days
0: yeah i i think that's why i kind of fell in the middle on this as excited as i am to see something as nice and beautiful and cool as this car i was just a little like if I'm going for a true driving experience, and I'm not saying that this Aston is capable of that. I'm sure it's super capable of that, probably even more so than the Ferrari, because it will offer that luxury and comfort. Um, but I think if I wanted a true, raw driving experience, right, where all the focus is on hitting corners and, you know, pulling out, you know, perfectly and just, you know, hitting the apex or going through the apex, rather. Yes. Um to me, I think I might be looking in for into Ferrari and um, California <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, Aston Martin just kind of falls a little bit closer to the Rolls Royce uh, of the world. Roll, Rolls Royces and Bentleys of the world when mm-hmm. in, in terms of uh, uh, driver experience. To me, it's a statement vehicle. Yep. Um, I think these vehicles, to me, it goes Aston Martin, Bentley, and then Rolls Royce in that order of... Uh, overall capabilities of everything, right? I agree. Um, Bentley has some great vehicles Mm -hmm. uh, that are capable of speed too, but you're going to get even more luxury Mm -hmm. with like if it's a Continental GT or whatever. You're still getting loads and loads of luxury. Mm -hmm. It's not like when Ferrari drops a $300,000 vehicle where everything is in the freaking back with the (laughs) engine and then it's super stripped down in the inside. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's where I kind of land on that. Yeah, I agree. Well said. Thank you. I've been learning from you. Um, (laughs) Does your cat have pink eye? I haven't checked. It probably doesn't have pink eye, but it probably does have something a little worse. Uh Uh-oh. Red eye. Dang. Number one, hitting in the corner very hard in pole position this week is... um, and honestly, it could have, Acid Martin could have been number one. I'm not going to lie. But I think because it's America's <laughs> Week, right, we're going to give it to it Dodge fake. and the Demon. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. See, I'm already making a mistake here. I it looks it the like Demon. it, though. It looks like it. It does. Guess what? <laughs> it looks like it. It feels like it because Dodge just could not resist. You know what? I'm going to say this really quick. The
1: companies are doing this now, right? So, Porsche releases a 911R. Sells out instantaneously. Goes back on the market going for four to five times what it originally went for because it's been sitting in garages with the ownership of whose combined age average is 95,000 years old. <laughs> these people purchase these cars to flip for a profit and they should be appropriately crucified by Porsche as they should. Blackball the hell out of these people. Like, don't ever let them buy a car again. Right. Because if the manufacturer's intention didn't be investment pieces, then you shouldn't be abusing the power and the the opportunity that you've had to be able to purchase one. I don't care how much money you have. You know what I mean? There's a lot of rich people in the world now. A lot of people could have had that opportunity, but they didn't. And as a result, you got it and you're wasting people's time now. So I hope that in the future, these companies start to crack down on these folks that do that because at the end of the day, it's not right. I mean... A lot of people work their entire lives to get to a point where they can own a limited edition car. And this is going to go to somebody who's a little higher up on the totem pole and who's going to allow it to collect dust so they can sell it for, you know, profit in 10 years. Anyway, I'll just say that to say that when that happened, Porsche released the GT3 Touring Pack, which is literally identical to the 911R. And all you need to do is spec your 911 GT3 to have it. Demon came and went. Last Demon, God knows
0: how much it went for or is going for. I think... The last demon was sold with a with like the last viper, yeah, together yeah. for like over a million dollars. Okay, it was, I think uh, that, it, was, it was at an auction or something. That's okay. That's fine. That's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like it's a package deal, right? Yeah, it's, it's still ridiculous. If I had a million, I'd buy. You'd buy both. Yeah, I'd buy both of them. <laughs> if I had a million, okay. I'd go get a viper. And then something
1: else. <laughs> right. I still right. have money left over it's to get three, three other over. things. Right, exactly. <laughs>
0: I'm just, I just basically became the people that I,
1: yeah. But that, <laughs> sure that, but that is essentially what's happened here because now you've literally recreated a demon. You've changed the hood. It's got a different type of scoop and all that. But essentially, we've got, that's what we've got now. Like you look at them from far away, everybody's going to mistake it for a demon.
0: Oh, for sure. You know what I mean?
1: But I, that's all I was just going to say about that because, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I, so uh, if you're not following along, uh, Dodge has released really, the Hellcat uh, Is it, It's just a demon since the demon has been discontinued. You have several uh, variants of the Hellcat at the moment. I think the low is starting with as as low as 717 horsepower. And then you have this monster, which is called the Red Eye, that boasts a 797 horsepower um, capable engine. Uh I think 8 speed like it. Uh, I think the only one that comes man, Lord, which makes no sense to me. Mm. Now, I have a gripe with this because to me the demon was really cool. Um say what you will about it uh the wheels it comes with and I don't know whatever you want to say about it you can. That's your opinion. <laughs> My opinion on this matter is simply this. Uh this kind of ruins the integrity of what they did. I thought it was really cool that they built uh ahead of the SRTs into the Hellcats and then eventually the demon. I love that badge progression. I love, um, what you get with each tier and trim, um, mm-hmm. uh, over the other. I think that stuff is really cool by bringing back the red eye or re or releasing the red eye, which is just a demon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you are playing yourself into a corner, um, even though the the demon only lasted for the 2018 year, they could have brought it back in two to three years with a refreshed Challenger or Charger. I can't remember what Challenger it is. Uh, they're all the same to me, honestly. Um, <laughs> it's awful, especially from the inside. <laughs> I know you can't wait to get on that on it. Like when I saw this, and I saw the red eye, because um, originally during in the in the earlier in the week, what they did was they actually released a teaser. Uh, and it was like 797 mm-hmm. red or something, red eye 797. That was like the code name. And I'm like, yo, are we getting something like above the demon? Like, yeah, they actually slotted it perfectly in between the, the entry level Hellcat and the demon. They did. They did. But yeah. I mean, at the same time, it, like they slotted it, but what is the demon like? 800 some horsepower? 840. 840. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get what they're doing, but just. Do we really uh, need something
1: in between? Yeah, I mean, I think it just goes back to that. Like Dodge didn't do this because it, it only <laughs> was here for like thirty minutes. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's I think it's cool. I mean, I don't know how limited these are going to be. I assume that you this is you're going to have to spec it specifically. But um, I don't know. I, I think that it's pretty interesting that it's. Well, it's not interesting, but I think it's kind of sad that these designations don't really ever trickle over to the Charger in any in any way. Uh, you basically will need a Hellcat version of your Charger, and that's about it. I mean, you can maybe upgrade the pulley or take it to Hennessy or whatever it is you want to do, but... Uh, as far as coming from Dodge, they've de- they've definitely stuck to their guns about using the Challenger as the canvas for uh, these iterations and stuff like that. But I really, really, when I saw it, I really wanted to get one. But, and I was telling Arlen about this too, just the... I'm not. I'm not one to bash an interior if it's ergonomically correct and if it's decent. The Camaro interiors, I think they're amazing now. I think they look really good. Even the Mustang interiors, they're not better than what you can find in the Camaro. But you know, but the Charger and the Challenger are just stuck in their inception period of. You know, 2009 or 8 or whenever they actually released this current generation, even the generation before this current generation, where they didn't really change much of it. Mm-hmm. It just kind of looks, they just literally just changed all the lights on it and made right. it a little bit lower. It's looked the same for too long. And that little fish scale silver crap on the inside, the screen is
0: still too small. Like, the car, the track tri- is really freaking really beautiful. Uh, we, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago and this is all I'm going to say about the matter and then we'll move on cause I got to go. Um, <laughs> but no, legit, oh, yeah. uh, you make a lot of great points. And just to build off of that, we went and jumped into a truck and a Wrangler. Now I know, I know they're again, two completely different, uh, segments for completely different people. I was so let down by the Wrangler mm. that as much as I love the small advancements to the heritage that it's made in the last several years on the outside, the inside is so freaking hideous mm-hmm. that I would never ever spend that's a deal dollar. breaker.
1: That's a deal breaker. Absolutely,
0: it is. It look. Let me. Know. I think we're looking at Sahara, which is a, a pretty high trim. The Wrangler has the same interior than of. Uh, they have the same exact interior that the. 05 or 06 rather uh chrysler three Ugh. all right and guess what that looks good actually it it, it looks better than the chrysler and the 06 chrysler because it's an 06 chrysler Ugh. you know what i mean but like it's 2018 it's really bad it's awful awful um <laughs> moving on to refreshing or repulsive let's let's get right into it uh, the 2019 Volkswagen California camper van. Refreshing or repulsive? Refreshing. AF.
1: <laughs> I just, I want one of these, man. Like, I want to tour the United States in one of these and pop the top of my canvas roof open <laughs> and let the starlight shine in and just, you know, drink cognac and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, badass it is. It's just it's something I. I mean, this doesn't really fit anywhere in my life right now. No, not at all. Not (laughs) even close. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good that it exists, and it's really nice that they've brought it back. And the amenities that are in it and stuff, you can do a lot with it. It's such a versatile vehicle, and I'm really glad that Volkswagen is making these offerings for folks and sticking to their roots in that regard because, you know, there's so many vans on the market. Like, none of which appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. No. Um, none of which have the heritage that this carries along with it. And I think for that reason alone, it belongs in the refreshing camp.
0: Uh, definitely refreshing. My favorite thing is when you look at its fat face in the front, <laughs> it reminds you of a Polo. It reminds you of a GTI. It reminds yeah, you of a Versace, yeah. you know, The new Jetta. The new Jetta, unfortunately. Actually, yeah. it, it, it it does not it doesn't. Uh, but most importantly, it, it reminds you of an Atlas. <laughs> and I love, I love what they're doing with... Um, just their their vehicles across the line, with the exception of the Jetta, uh, Koenigsegg. The Koenigsegg Agera RS sketch. They released a sketch of the successor, uh, which Oof. is the Agera RS. Refreshing or repulsive? Man, I don't know. Actually, it's funny because you can't really see it. Can I? Can I jump in on this one? Yeah, repulsive. Oh, okay. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go ahead and. Show us something, freaking show us something. Like, like a couple of weeks ago, McLaren showed us like the exhaust pipes of I can't remember six hundred LT, six hundred LT was it, right? Yeah. And like that was something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this looks kind of like you know what it looks. It looks like the Senna a little bit, like the way that uh the way that the spoiler comes up and stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I'm Colin exig fan till I die. I don't care. <laughs> it might have been a stupid action, but. These are some of the smartest engineers on earth. for oh, no doubt about cars, it. So. I'm
0: sure it's going to be a beautiful looking car when it's out. I Just just, just not when it's made of four lines. Four lines and a <laughs> crappy <laughs> And set. some red. Seriously. What's that? Brake light? No, it's blood <laughs> from the competitors. All right. On the back. Uh, moving on. Nissan GTR 50. Uh, this was commissioned by Nissan and designed by Ital Design. Uh, another concept rendering. Uh, refreshing or repulsive? Repulsive. Really? Yep. I hate it. Why? It's ugly.
1: It's... Okay. Let me... I'll say something. Uh, Italo Design, for you guys that don't know, they've been around a long time. Long time. And... They released a car years ago when I used to play Need for Speed 2 <laughs> on my PC at home on dial-up, and oh the cars didn't even move quickly. They kind of just jutted forward, <laughs> and then when you went under the bridge, the jutting got real slow because it had a lot of load. I don't think load. that was the game. I think that was the specs of the PC, bro. And then, well, no, that's what I'm saying. I said dial-up <laughs> earlier on Yeah. I was true. using dial-up, and I was like, I'd come out the, anyway. Damn. What a long way we've
0: come. I know, right?
1: (laughs) But so if you guys want to Google this really quick, Google the Ital Design uh, Commando I think it's 1121 or something like that. And that was a car that made me fall in love uh, with the the organization. I haven't heard anything from them uh, in years, but this is just not really reflective of what I think they're capable of. I think this looks terrible. Like I just I think the GTR is a really good looking car. And they made the back of it basically
0: look like a super fast eight twelve, which is stupid. Um, yeah, that's it. Um it's a especially to The Zs and the uh,
1: G T R models. So, sorry sorry Sean, I will take it back. It was called, it was an his Derek command design it was not to be
0: Um I gotta be honest, uh repulsive. Really disappointed. It looks horrid. Um uh, and what makes me scared is that last time Nissan released a <laughs> GTR uh sketch and rendering, uh, it ended up being what the car freaking looked <laughs> like. Which was fun because I like what the last GTR looks look looks like. However, I liked what it looked like in two thousand seven when it was released. We're uh eleven years in and it's completely outdated. Yeah. So to me, this is not a step in the right direction. Nope. You gotta you gotta do something fresh and new. Um, not just with the GTR lineup but just across the board i yeah. need a, i need a reason to get back into N- a nissan yeah man seriously um last but definitely not least on our list uh mclaren a, refreshing a pulse. antarctic that fresh, north huh? pole that refreshing santa claus bro <laughs> Sheesh. you like it yeah.
1: that's, that's all i'm going to say about that i'm <laughs> nothing bad to bro, say about I, I, like <laughs>
0: I <laughs> like when I've
1: seen it the, for the first time in the marketing and stuff. I was like, God, McLaren is just, they're just,
0: just doing it. Fits in really nicely into their lineup as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. they uh, I actually visited their website to build some McLarens because that's what I do at work. <laughs> uh, and uh, they have a really cool lineup, man. Really yeah, nice man. offerings. Uh, you know, one thing I was missing from them, though, uh, that I think they can really use is an SUV. I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they,
0: might, they might do it they probably they will. probably will let's be honest it'll be a
1: it'll be a uh, like s a v it'll be like a car yeah like the Urus.
0: um speaking of SUVs, though i had an opportunity to here we go drive a ford I don't know what we planned on that <laughs> uh, for about five days uh i took my car in to the shop last uh thursday, and I picked up the Ford eco sport. Uh, it was really between the Ford and a Nissan Rogue. Um, which I I prefer the Nissan Rogue styling, and I think it, the Rogue is a little bit bigger than the EcoSport. Yeah, I'm, I'm just jumping around on the name now. Um, <laughs> I think you had it. I think it's EcoSport. I think it's I Eco, mean, but now I keep just switching it. I well, keep you code can, switching. Whatever whatever you, <laughs> call, whatever you call it is what it will be. Um. So I I you know I've driven a Nissan. I've driven several Nissans before. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I think I've dri- I've driven a base Focus before as a Zip car. So I was like, I want to try an SUV. I want to try the Rogue. So, I mean, not the Rogue, the Ecosport. So what I ended up doing was I picked the Ecosport really based on its capabilities. My number one thing was because we were going out of town was, does the car have uh, a nice infotainment system? I asked the guy at Enterprise. He didn't even know what infotainment system was. So I was already kind of disappointed. (laughs) Right? They must have got him from... uh from an Italian company, <laughs> right? No, I'm just kidding. He's like, uh, he, uh, that's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> Jeez, I just got that. It's hilarious. I was like, uh, what has the best infotainment system? He's like, info what? And I'm like, you know, like uh-huh. the screen that's on every car that has capabilities. Like, does it have Bluetooth? And he's like, well, I know the Rogue has Bluetooth. but I'm like, well, that's not enough. Like, if, if it has right. Bluetooth, that's fine. But if it has CarPlay or Android Auto, it's even better. Right. That's you have to I live want. with this car. I, yeah, I have to live with it. I'm going to Pennsylvania with it. So, anyways, first impressions. Let's talk about the exterior. I quickly nicknamed the car Pumbaa. I oh. had an orange, uh, like sunburst orange EcoSport. Um, it was a titanium trim, which is one of the higher trims. I think it is the highest trim of the Eco Sport. Um, I did not go back to do extra research. This is all based <laughs> off of Your experience. my experience, which yeah, I think yeah. is even more concrete, It's better, yeah. Right? Uh, I, I nicknamed it Pumbaa or the Warthog because of its styling. It, it, it has portions of the vehicle that are aggressive and these very interesting body lines. That it's a cool look I think it's cool. It's an interesting-looking vehicle. I have no gripes with it. But the longer you look at the car, the more you start to find things that you just aren't a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the little front end. I don't like the way the rear looks mm-hmm. uh, if you stare at it too long. Um then you get down to the, the wheels. Did you base. say what color it was? It was like a orange, like a sunburst orange type. Oh, nice. deal. It was a nice color. Yeah. Uh, then you get to like the wheels and how everything looks down there. And really what you start to realize is that this is, this is a fiesta, a focus on stilts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh and what I think was interesting about the car, and this is going to be the overarching theme through my review, is that you still have it. You feel it for the first time. The car is one thing, but it wants to be something else. Oh, no. and that's a good thing or a is bad it confused? thing. Confused? It is confused, oh, and it's no. a good thing or a bad thing. It yeah. depends on how you fall on this. And that's how I felt when I started looking at the car a little bit harder, uh, because the car, while it did look aggressive and it looked great and it felt and it looked like it was uh, a little menacing, mm-hmm. it started to feel like it missed leg day. Oh Let's no! Way, right. Uh, overall, getting in and out of the car, very comfortable, very nice. It's always a little bit nicer to get into something that's a little bit higher sure. and kind of having to hop out of it um, instead of kind of having to like scoot out of it, uh, <laughs> the, the lower vehicles that we drive. Um, probably one of my favorite things about the exterior is a side barn door opposed to an open hatch. Oh, yeah, that's, a lot. that's pretty cool. And it was really cool. I think my only complaint was that you couldn't open the rear window, either like wind it down Or, like, prop it open, like, in case you wanted to haul something a little bit heavier. And actually, since we're talking about the trunk, let's actually talk about utility for a second. Let's jump right into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The utility isn't much different from what I got out of my GTI. Okay. Uh, Trunk space is very similar. It Um, looks real smushed
1: in the... Like, the back kind of cuts off abruptly, like, in the...
0: It does. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of overhang. And actually, that's exactly how it feels on the inside when you're placing things into the trunk. Uh, The back seats are just there. Um, Now the one thing that it had over the GTI was obviously depth in in terms of the trunk. Like I can actually fit my turntables back there and then put my DJ bag, which is pretty thick right on top of it. However, um, I could do that in my GTI. Also, I would just have to pull up that little, uh, hatch panel that separates the, you know, Mm -hmm. the hatch and the trunk. So people can't like look directly into your trunk, the privacy cover, privacy cover. So, it wasn't much different, but for the most part, it fit just the same as it would in the GTI. So, if you're looking for something that's going to give you more space and utility, uh, it may not be <laughs> the car, depending on where you are in your life. That's um, the that mo- kids back there. <laughs> you can't. Um, let's move into the inside. Uh, on first glance, this car is going to give you everything that you want, and it's going to trick you into thinking that it's more than it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had leather seats, which was I always like leather seats, even if, even in a Ford Sport, whatever, right? Like, it's a nice little touch. Yeah. It makes you feel a little bit more plush. And that felt no different in here. Uh, the biggest thing was the infotainment system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a 10 inch screen, I believe, mm-hmm. really large. Uh, and I loved its placement. It was actually kind of placed, it's one of those that kind of pop, not it doesn't pop up, but it's, it's protruding up. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the dash. So it's not like built into the actual Oh yeah, dash like, like a BMW. Like a BMW. I think Audi does it as well. But Audi's, I think I know, pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that. I liked how big it was. Um, so if you are looking for a vehicle that's going to give you that type of utility in terms of, you know, car play, that's, time, that's it. And it's going to work really, really well. My biggest thing was it did not have like a glare protection on it. Uh. So it was very glossy. Uh, and touching it was a little troublesome at times because it didn't have that texture on it. You felt like your kind of fingers were moving all over the place, um, but nonetheless, not bad. My only other issue was as the screen was really high, the um, the aircom controls aircom controls were a lot lower, mm. and it was a bit of a reach. Mm. And to me, when you're driving. Uh, it shouldn't be a reach. It should be a yeah. comfortable touch. You should just um, be able to maybe take your hand off shift and just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like for me, it just wasn't as comfortable. And to me, that's something that could be a little bit dangerous, uh, especially with the drivers that we have, and especially the drivers that will be buying this car. Oh okay. god, right? Um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, overall comfort, I enjoy driving the vehicle. I thought it was a fun vehicle to drive. Um, it was definitely slow, and again, it was expected to be fast. But what I didn't expect it to be was on terms or in line with the Ford Econoline. Mm. Now, I've driven a lot of Econolines in the past, and if I'm being completely honest, it really does have some of that heritage in the way it feels and the sluggishness. Uh, I've driven an Escape before, and it feels like that too. Oh, an Escape too. And it shouldn't feel that way because it's a much smaller vehicle. Yeah. So to me, that was a little disappointing. Yeah, I guess Again, we don't know. I'll look. I'll look up the specs. I was going to see what motor it has. It's the. It's definitely the lowest on its and uh, its ecosystem of SUVs. Crap! A one liter? That can't be right. Um. It's it's it feels like it now. However, if you put the car into sport mode, it does have a sport mode on the shifter, and you want and it has buttons that you can kind of shift up and down. You can get. In and out of things a little bit quicker, although it's not that much quicker. Yeah. Um my mom and Eileen company, uh, we all went to um to Pennsylvania this past weekend in it. Um but they did not like the comfort of it. Eileen was bashing the car the whole time. Yeah. She was like, I, I we gotta get your Volkswagen back. Like this thing is awful. Sheesh. So she hated it. The back seat, not a lot of space, if not less space than the GTI. The GTI is spacious. Uh, usually if someone wants to sit in the back seat of my GTI, you have to put the seats up. No one's ever sitting behind me. That's number one. Uh, cause I'm not moving my seat up. Uh, and, uh, but this one, you had to move the seat up even more. Like you couldn't just sit back there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really troublesome. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, uh, if I got to tie a knot in it right now, cause we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. I got to say that, uh, it's not a bad vehicle. It really depends on where you are in your life. Going back to what I said earlier in the review, uh, the longer you look at it, the longer you sit in it, the longer you drive it, the thing it does really well is it's charmingly itself, but tries to punch above its weight class mm-hmm. unsuccessfully, which means it makes you want to, it, the car makes you wonder, what could I possibly have in this segment, um, that's compared to this? Or even worse, it makes you wonder, well, I think that's probably the worst of the, the two that I'm going to mention. Mm-hmm. There's nothing good about a car making you ask a question, damn, I wonder how a uh, RAV4 drives. I wonder how a CRV drives. I wonder what would happen if I've gotten into that, I guess not the Rogue, but the Nissan Kicks, which is the newest small oh, yeah, hatchback, which a ridiculous name. Yeah. I'm going to kick it. That's what I want to do. It does make you feel that way. <laughs> um, the other question that makes you ask is, damn, this is cool, but like, Maybe I should have gotten something a little bit bigger. Yeah, and that's my biggest problem with subcompact uh, SUVs is that there really isn't a place for them. The sub the the SUV in the um, that market for Ford should start at the Edge, not at the EcoSport. Edge is a good size, huh? Edge is a good size. Edge that's is a good. That's size. a good. That's
1: a good. You know, Edge is a good. Anything size. Anything smaller
0: than that, just make it a hatchback. Absolutely, I agree. Focus, and yeah. um, focus. I mean, and that's the thing. They have a focus, which is great. Uh, I don't know why anybody want to take a focus, put it on silts, slow it down. America. Exactly. exactly. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. (laughs) Um, Overall, even with all that said, I didn't hate it. I actually wish I had one for the sole reason of being a daily. If I could have the GTI sit there and just drive that every once in a while and have this for a daily, I would. Because you know what? It was a little bit, it's slightly, just a little bit easier for me to put my equipment in the car. It was more comfortable in traffic. And it, in a weird way, it was almost nice to not have the car wanting to go. Yeah. You know, it was nice to be a little bit more calm and relaxed. And you know what? It actually calmed me down in traffic. I wasn't so trigger happy, so to speak. Mm. Uh, and I actually really liked that. Um, when I say that it really depends on where you are in your life, it does, because you're not going to be able to have five-year-olds in this car. There's not enough space. There just isn't. Um, maybe a few babies that are a few months old, you know, some mm-hmm. car seats, that's it. But after that, after they hit about two or three, you're outgrowing this vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this vehicle is seriously for a, I just graduated high school, I'm going into college market.
1: Uh, that's the best thing I can see. Make my friends uncomfortable as we go get booze.
0: <laughs> exactly. Stuff them in the back. But even then, you couldn't stuff them in the back. Yeah, you really couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad car. Stuff the booze in the back. <laughs> stuff the booze in the back. <laughs> if not a bad car, not a great car. If I had to give it a, a rating out of five, I'd have to give it a two and a half. Generous
1: three. And that's still higher than the X one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sure is Damn Sure is Wow That was awesome I hope you guys enjoyed that I want to go drive one now You know what I don't want to drive another one I want to drive a CRV I want to drive a RAV4 <gasps> I want to I just want to see how they compare <laughs> I want to see how they compare I'll be wearing a mask in there <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know I think the thing with this is Ford is clearly late to the party yeah. I'm a co-worker drives a Chevy Trax which is another car that's in that same segment, um, and I just don't think America has grasped the grasped the um, the subcompact segment quite well. No, they I haven't. don't think they have. Europe has. We have. I they just they make, make them that. in hatches. They do. Yep, they do. Uh, man, on that note, uh, that's a good place to end this week. I hope you enjoyed the review. I hope you enjoyed the episode. This is Through the Apex. I'm Sean Rosa. You can find me at TheSeanRosa on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Bigfilms.net. Murray,
1: if you guys forgot in the last hour. Um, At at MarkAnthony underscore Murray on IG. uh, MachineGain-Labs.com. On the interwebs.
0: That's it? Okay. (laughs) Uh, At Through the Apex. Um at through the underscore apex on facebook instagram and twitter ask apex pod at gmail for questions and submissions hit us up we want to hear from you we want to hear about your thoughts on the news um thank you to motor trend jalopnik and cnn, CNN. Money for all the news mm-hmm. um thank you for enterprise for the vehicle uh to review they don't know i'm doing this but i don't care um it's my business <laughs> uh, and you have my money so it is what it is all right On that note, you guys have a happy 4th of July. Don't blow yourselves up. No, please don't. And uh, if you're in a Mustang and you're doing. No, Derek! Derek, no! Move, Derek! No, no, what is he doing? (laughs) And if you're in a Mustang, uh, don't knock anybody out this weekend. Um, And I guess last but not least, the last thing I want to say is thoughts and prayers go out to those affected by the Annapolis uh, shooting. Really, way too close to home. Mm -hmm. Um, Happy 4th of July. Get drunk. peace thanks for tuning in to through the apex new episodes available every tuesday follow us on instagram and twitter at through the underscore apex